Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to educating and empowering men to address erectile dysfunction, improve confidence, and enhance the satisfaction in their relationships. This podcast is brought to you by ErectionIQ.com. Learn more at ErectionIQ.com. Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. I am Mark Goldberg, Certified Sex Therapist. I am deeply passionate about working with men like you to help resolve their ED. Skip is a patient advocate for men's health after suffering for nearly 30 years with erectile dysfunction. Armed with a knowledge built over three decades, Skip desires to bring from behind the veil authentic truth and dialogue that advances solutions and decision-making for men suffering from ED. Married for 26 years, Skip has been prescribed every pill, pump, patch, device, and injection offered over the last 30 years. He successfully underwent implant surgery in 2020. Skip heralds his treatment as transformational to his personal confidence, as much as life-changing and definitional moment in his marriage. Skip holds a PhD in human capital management, and he is a veteran of the United States Air Force. Skip, thank you very much for joining us. Hey, Mark, thanks a lot. I really appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to join the podcast today. A lot of men hesitate or struggle to talk with their doctor about erectile dysfunction. They feel shame and embarrassment to bring up the topic and don't answer honestly if they're asked directly. So today we want to explore this challenge of men struggling to share or to talk with their doctors about erectile dysfunction. So to get us started, Skip, can you share with our listeners how ED was manifesting for you way back you know, 30 years ago or so. I chased, uh, as you, you mentioned in the opening, every, um, treatment over the counter prescription wise, pill pump patch injection, uh, testosterone treatment, you name it to, um, to try to find, uh, ways to, um, achieve and maintain a viable erection and nothing really worked. Um, and fact of the matter is there's not a lot of great resources out there, um, or there hasn't been, uh, up until recently, um, for guys to have a safe space to go and find, uh, great information of, of, of more viable and permanent solutions. Um, and the fact of the matter, uh, is it, it really is a personal and it's an embarrassing subject for most men to talk about. Um, I, I, I was a firefighter in my former career, and you're not going to hear the guys sitting around the firehouse coffee table saying, hey, Ted, I'm having difficulty achieving and getting an erection. Does that ever happen to you? Similarly, you're not going to hear guys uh, after a round of golf with your buddies say, hey, I'm I'm having trouble achieving and maintaining a boner. What do I do? Um, so it, it, it really limited uh, your options of where to turn and where to go. Um, and aside from, you know, doing Google searches that will lead you to endless, uh, arenas of mis, dis, and malinformation, um, it, it really does, uh, hold true that your primary care physician is your first line of defense. Um, and your physician may or may not have, uh, the time to do more than to provide you with, um, the sample pack of blue pills or the swag logo that's imprinted, you know, uh, on, uh, on, on what was left from the distributor. So, so I kind of fell into this, uh, this, this, this category. And at the time I was in the military and, um, working with military doctors who at the time were not much older than I, um, were 
definitely ill-equipped to talk, let alone treat um, erection uh, issues. Um, following my military career, I ended up with a primary care physician that was a female who just happened to live in my neighborhood. So there's a little bit of awkwardness. Walking your dog and you run into your female primary care doctor, definitely not someone that I'm going to um, feel comfortable coming out of the gate talking to about uh, erectile dysfunction. Um, but when it finally did occur, um, I was immediately given a, a consult for um, a urology clinic here in the Washington, D.C. area. And I had an excellent physician um, who started going through the 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 simple steps of treatment. And, uh, unfortunately, before we kind of ended on the, the implant, um, solution, he had left the practice for, um, uh, another career working in IVF. Um, and I, I kind of felt like I was starting all over. Um, the veterans administration didn't really offer me a lot of solutions. Um, and again, it wasn't until, uh, my interaction with a new primary care physician, in the area that I live now, who was really authentic and compassionate and really took time to go through my history and said, look, I, I just attended a conference and, you know, heard, uh, about this urology clinic that is doing some really great stuff with, uh, with penile implants and you ought to consider going and meeting with them. And it wasn't until I, I finally had the opportunity to go and sit down with, uh, with another urology clinic that, you know, didn't treat me like I only had 15 minutes in the office and, and spent the time, uh, required to answer a lot of my questions and, and, and give me the options to, um, successfully overcome, uh, uh, an issue that I've chased for 30 years. Wow. Okay. So, so you, could you mention a number of important words there uh, when it just comes to, to bringing up this topic um, with a doctor and really being able to kind of pursue and follow through on this like comfort. You felt like there was a, uh, an authentic kind of response that you were getting a sense of compassion, which really made talking about this topic a whole lot easier. Now, if you take us back again to the, to the beginnings, can you just give us a sense though, how was ED manifesting for you? Was it trouble gaining an erection, maintaining an erection? Absolutely. So, so the manifestation was, um, was strictly related to, um, getting and maintaining an erection that was viable of penetration. Um, and then of course that leads to a lot of the psychosomatic issues, right? It starts to become stressful. It becomes an interaction with your partner that, you know, um, one starts to blame the other and, um, it, it just kind of spirals and it, 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 it led for, um, a couple of decades, uh, to be a really stressful, uh, point in my relationship. Um, and, and, and that's just something that has kind of given me, um, now that I've, 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 I've found a, a viable solution, the gumption to want to help break down those barriers of, of comfort, um, that if men aren't comfortable, you know, talking about it, they at least are, are able to find resources of, of, you know, somebody else went through this. Here's their, their story. Um, let me talk to them and, and learn from, uh, their past practice. Yeah. So Skip, how often were you seeing your primary care physician? Um, and can you share with us a little bit more about just the time frame um, in terms of thinking about bringing up the topic, bringing it up and it not really getting off the ground in a way that you had hoped, just kind of give us a sense, like, was it 
seeing the doctor once every five years, once a yep. year, once a decade. Yeah, absolutely. So, so in the military, um, I was, I was doing physicals, uh, annually. Um, when I, uh, left the military, I was, uh, a career fire officer, uh, and that required, uh, at a minimum an annual physical. So at least once a year we were going through, um, all of, you know, the, the, the who, what, where, when, and why, um, about your, your personal and physical health. Um, and each time we would always talk about, uh, you know, the, 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 the prescriptions that I was on. Um, and I, I, I've talked about the pills, the pumps, the injections, the patches, the, 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 the over the counter and, and, and prescribed, uh, offerings that were available. And it always, you know, led to, okay, well, is it working? No, it's not working. And, and, and here's the challenge that I'm having. It would, uh, be trying to adjust doses or, um, let's, let's take this one off the table and try, um, a different medication. Um, the fact of the matter is the, the medications, um, that I was prescribed, uh, all had side effects and the side effects really outweighed, um, the, the, the benefit. Um, and, and it again became, uh, back to a stressful, um, conversation with my spouse, you know, if, if, if you didn't, uh, uh, have the medicine and you didn't, you know, follow the, you know, taking it an hour before, or, uh, contra, uh, indicative, if you had a glass of wine with dinner, or a, uh, a cocktail, um, you know, if it did work, it didn't work. It, it just added to stress to the point that, uh, that, you know we we just kind of avoided and and wrote out of our our marriage uh an intimate life and boy there had to be a a better solution so yes. so finding a, a doctor that was authentic and and willing to talk more openly about it uh was was the turning point yeah, but it sounds like for for a number of years at that annual physical there'd be just a conversation about the challenges with the pills not working as as expected trying to make lifestyle adjustments trying to address adjust the dosage the timing trying yep. to figure all those pieces out but it sounds like this resulted in a cycle of frustration much more than anything else 100 and and i found that a lot of doctors were just really quick to say oh well viagra didn't work let's try um you know the latest greatest you know offering that was uh that was on the market um and and really not digging into okay well why aren't they working is there is there something else going on uh physically you know that's 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 not allowing the 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 pill to do its thing um at 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 the end of uh chasing my tail from prescriptions i i had found a prescription medicine that was um given me probably 80% success but the out of pocket costs mark were just incredible um and it it again prompted uh, another dialogue with my primary care physician that there had to be um better solutions out there i was spending $300 a month for out of pocket uh prescription medicine to have an intimate life that's that's a a a high expense yep no doubt about that now um skip you've had multiple primary care physicians over the course of this 30 year period um were there times or doctors visits or um certainly when um transitioning to a new primary care physician that you hesitated to bring this up as an issue uh 100 percent um, going back to, you know, my, my, my transition from military into civilian sector, of course, I've never, uh, 
not had uh, a, a physician that um, I had any difficulty talking to, but um, trying to talk, you know, ED issues with a, with a female primary care physician is, is just not natural for most guys, um, especially a guy in his twenties. Um, and I, I, I think that that was, uh, that was probably the biggest challenge that I, I, I've, I've had. Um, I had a couple of, uh, male primary care physicians in there, obviously it was a little bit easier, but I, uh, again, felt like I was being treated with, uh, okay, well, we're just going to up the dose. Here's a prescription. Um, got to go, uh, check back in six months. Um, or this one's not working. Let's try this one. Uh, here's a prescription pad. Uh, you know, we'll see you in six months. So I want to come to, I'm going to come to that experience a little bit more with the prescription pads because I know that you certainly are not the only guy who has encountered that. Now, how did you bring up um, the erectile dysfunction? And I guess more importantly, who tended to bring it up first? Did you find that this was a standard question that your PCP was asking about and then you weren't always as um, open to volunteering that information? Or did you find that you had to bring it up if it was going to get addressed? Yeah, great question, Mark. Um, 100%. I'm the one that initiated the conversations uh, at every level um, of my treatment over the last 30 years. Um, and the first the first few times was was always the toughest. Um, it started in the 90s, you know, when we started seeing the, the commercials for the little blue magic pill. And you know, uh, I remember the first uh, conversation that I had with uh, that particular primary care physician, and I, you know, kind of played it off as, you know, hey, did those really work? And then that prompted, you know, well, why do you need to ask those questions? And, you know, I kind of said, well, you know, the missus and I just aren't having uh, a lot of success in the in the bedroom uh, life. Um, and she uh, reluctantly gave me a sample pack and said, look, let's schedule more time and let's talk through this. Um, six months later, you know, I, I, I kind of shared that, uh, it worked, but it worked less than half the, the, the time, but the side effects were really bad. And then that kind of prompted, you know, let's, let's adjust dosing. Um, let's, uh, let's try perhaps a different, uh, a different, uh, prescription regimen, etc. Um, but at, every point along the way i was i was the one that had to 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 bring up the um the subject and that's hard for a lot of guys uh pride pride killeth man right i mean it's a, it's it's a such a tough thing and i think it takes it takes courage um to bring up the topic now you're kind of leading into my next question which i was curious about which is what the doctor's response was when you mentioned ed especially as a young man where um the expectation, like albeit not 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 really so accurately, might be that everything is working perfectly fine. When you brought that up in your twenties, um, even in your thirties, what kind of reaction did you get from your doctor? Yep. Uh, so another great question. Um, it, it was all over the the map, Mark. Um, I think the primary care physicians wouldn't give you the eye contact and would just kind of bury themselves scribbling, uh, in, in, in the chart. Um, the urologists, uh, that I, I, I've seen, they would give you the eye contact and you felt like they were, you know, uh, meeting you on your level and, and having a dialogue 
instead of just ignoring the fact that you're talking about a really sensitive subject. Um, and mentally that goes a long way into helping you feel, uh, safe, secure, and, um, uh, able to share more, you know, intimate details about, you know, Hey, how do I fix this? I'm not able to get, uh, an erection capable of penetration. And it's, it's, it really is having a lot of, um, uh, domino impacts, um, psychologically, uh, mentally, um, emotionally, uh, relationship wise, et cetera. It, it had impact in so many other areas, just outside of the obvious. Mm-hmm. So Skip, you, you have discovered in your journey that for almost any situation, for almost any man who's experiencing erectile dysfunction, there is a potential solution out there with, with rare exception. So, what should a man do if his doctor reacts unsupportively or dismissively, something which I would imagine could derail or discourage a man from wanting to further the conversation? What, yep. what, what would you recommend that he do? Yep. So, so 100%, you have to, you have to become your own assertive personal advocate. Um, if your physician is ill-equipped, or not giving you um, uh, the time attention um, that you feel is uh, is required to to talk through solutions. It's time to find another physician. Um, uh, certainly, your primary care physician and most networks are your first line of defense. And if they're not uh, the right person, then you need to really become your own advocate and ask for. Uh, referrals to, um, to, 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 to speak with, um, professionals that, that, um, you know, deal specifically with, uh, men's, men's health issues. Um, and it wasn't until I, I, I kinda, uh, became my own personal advocate and become a little bit more, um, you know, vocal about wanting to, to find more permanent solutions that weren't, um, prescription based did, did that, uh, solution come about. And it's so important that self-advocacy piece, um, you know, within within the medical system. And my hope is that um, you know the system is getting better, and that doctors are getting better prepared and trained for uh, these types of inquiries and questions and experiences that men are having. But I do recognize that uh, human sexuality is a difficult topic um, for many people, for doctors included. Absolutely, um, and it's not not always the easiest thing uh, to bring up. So, men being more of a like self advocate, asking for the referral, finding a provider who might be a lot more comfortable talking about this can make a real significant difference. Yeah, one hundred percent, Mark. There's 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 a slide deck that I um I I share with guys when I uh, get a chance to to work with practitioners who um, host men's groups uh, for for those interested in pursuing um, prosthetic uh, as as a solution, and 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 one of the slides really does say you 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 kind of have to have a sense of humor, but at the same time you have to stifle your pride. This is this is an issue that impacts a lot of men, and the the fact that matter is men don't have to suffer in silence there's a there's a an entire network of of um providers and 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 resources such as what you're offering um uh with CICC uh to help educate men on how to become a better advocate for their own personal um uh you know men's health awareness yeah. so skip many men 
report that that conversation with their doctor yields a quick prescription for a PD-5 inhibitor, Mm -hmm. which feels incomplete and nonspecific. You've mentioned that you had this experience as well at several points, and we want to kind of learn a little bit from your lived experience and your wisdom. How, How should a man raise his concerns with his doctor if all he's getting each time is something which feels like, okay, we'll switch you from pill A to pill B, or we'll up the dosage, or we'll change something, but doesn't feel like it really is hitting toward the complexity of erectile dysfunction, the complexity of the overall experience. Yeah, sure. So, so again, stifling thy pride, um, being able to to walk in and say, hey, this particular regimen um, is giving me an erection, but at the same time, it's uh, the side effects are are just so powerful that it it negates um, having a, a successful interlude with your with your partner. Um, those types of conversations have to occur, and I think a lot of guys uh, try to play that that um, you know uh, weighted factor. Well, it's working. So I'm not going to talk about the side effects because I, 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 at the end of the day, want an erection. Um, but if, and what I found is, uh, with the side effects being as bad as they were and the viability of, uh, uh, an erection that was capable of, um, uh, you know, um, penetration and, and, and achieving, uh, orgasm that, that far outweighed the entire, um, uh, solution um the side effects just absolutely were were as horrible as not being able to achieve an erection at all yeah so you're saying that a man should not just necessarily say okay we'll make a slight adjustment and i'll see you in six months Bingo. to really be able to kind of like like speak up and talk about what isn't working what the challenges yeah. are how it's manifesting and whatnot so skip to that end what advice do you have for a man who is hesitating to talk to his doctor about erectile dysfunction. Absolutely. So there's a lot of great resources out there. And if you're not willing to to talk to your personal uh, physician or are ill-equipped to talk to your personal physician, um, I, I always encourage guys to um, to uh, uh, look at the resources that are out there that are uh, credible resources. Um, Frank Talk uh, is is one of the the, the best platforms to um, help arm men with uh, with uh, answers to questions that they have, um, finding resources such as what you're offering through the podcast, um, and, and becoming, uh, connected with patient advocates, uh, like myself is, is taking guys a a, a long way. Um, I, I just received a, a text today from a patient that I talked to a couple months ago and kind of walked him through his own journey and, he was implanted on Monday and, you know, we're, we're kind of trading, uh, texts all week long. And he's, he's really thankful that, um, I was able to help, uh, give him the, 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 the straight skinny on what to expect and, uh, how my journey led me to this as the solution. Um, and that's, that's, uh, a resource to supplement talking to your own physician. Um, eventually it's, it's my hope that I'm giving enough information to, to guys that I, I, uh, speak with that they walk into their physician's office armed with, um, a plethora of knowledge of questions to ask. And, and again, 
put their pride aside to be able to um, talk about things that are otherwise uncomfortable. Yeah, and I, I think what you're sharing is really, really powerful because something that as a as a you know therapist who works with a lot of men who are experiencing all kinds of sexual function challenges, just learning the uh, just how long that journey can be until people are comfortable to reach out for help. And sometimes it could be three months, six months, nine months of just consuming information. So when people get their hands on good, accurate information, when they can hear from other people who have gone through this experience, it can really be a powerful bridge to taking that next step, which is huge. So Skip, just to kind of wrap up, um, what about a man who isn't sure if he is or isn't experiencing erectile dysfunction? He sometimes isn't getting an erection, but doesn't really want to talk to his doctor about it. So he's kind of just brushing it on the side. What would you say to a man in this situation? Sure. Um, so, so look, uh, if, if, if guys are, are not, uh, experiencing the, 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 the normal ups and downs, uh, no pun intended of, of, of what they know their body is, is normally emitting whether that's uh, morning wood, uh, not being able to, um, uh, you know, react if they, they see something that's provocative or otherwise, um, that's, that's, that's a red flag. And there's usually an underlying uh, reason why, um, whether it's physiological, physical, or otherwise, um, it's, it, it, it definitely is something that, that, that men need to pay attention to. Um, and you know, your body better than, than, than anybody. Um, it, it, it has to start with, uh, recognizing what those signs and symptoms are, um, stifling thy pride and, and, and being willing to, to walk in and be your own advocate and say, I think something's wrong here. Um, and it was kind of those signs and symptoms that prompted me to, to start, um, you know, well ahead of, of, uh, you know, not being able to perform in the bedroom. It was, you know, something as simple as, um, I noticed when I wake up in the morning, I'm no longer waking up with an erection. I mean, those, those are little signs, but they, they are signs that are telling you there's, there's perhaps something else going on. Um, so that would, that would be my advice. Hey, well, Skip, thank you very much. It's been a really, really powerful message. And I, I think it's important that men realize that number one, you got to be able to speak up and talk with your provider. If that isn't working for you, you're not feeling comfortable, it's time to seek additional resources or additional help. That's not to the exclusion of your provider, but, but work with your provider to help you get to a place which is a whole lot more comfortable. And the other important message I'm hearing is that men do, to a certain extent, need to be their own advocates. 100%. They need to be able to kind of take control over that process of really making sure um, that their situation is well understood and they're connecting with the kinds of providers who can be there and be supportive. So Skip, again, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, We look forward to getting this, this podcast out to our listeners. You bet. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thanks for listening to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. For more information on today's topic and understanding how the mind impacts erectile dysfunction, please visit ErectionIQ.com. That's ErectionIQ.com.